Welcome to Everyday Happiness. I'm your host, Katie Jeffcoat. And as we close out this podcast, we invite you to join our happy email. It's an email community where you'll continue to get happiness and kindness delivered straight to your inbox. We think it's the happiest mail in your inbox. And you can join us over at katiejeffcoat.com. So today I share one of my biggest takeaways from writing 668 daily happiness podcasts. And that is how we think about time and how it influences our happiness. The way I've always thought about time has dramatically affected my happiness. Until recently, I didn't even know it. As a backstory, and if you have listened to my podcast, especially episodes 38 and 39, you know that sleep is one of my highest priorities, and I get a lot of it. I get my rest no matter what. In reflection, I think it's made me think about time in a way that I believe there's always enough time in the day for sleep a solid nine hours, no matter what. I'm not time famished because I, you know, indulge in this ritual of sleep, which many people cut to get more done. When you think there's not enough time in the day, it stresses you out. You're less happy. However, there's a difference between time affluence and time poverty. Time is such an exciting concept. We think about it in the sense of being present, right? Mindfulness, this moment in time. And productivity, how much can we get done in an allotted amount of time? How do we subjectively trick our brains into thinking we have more than enough time when we're running on the hamster wheel of to-dos and the list gets longer every day? I get it. That's the million-dollar question, right? Let's dig into time affluence versus time poverty so we know our guardrails for this discussion. Time affluence isn't about the amount of time you have. It's the subjective sense that you have time. So this is excellent news. This means we can hack time affluence without objectively giving ourselves more time. Plus, you don't need to clear that calendar to feel like you have more time. I heard that 80% of Americans say that they are time poor. Too many things to do, not enough time to get them done. When you are in time poverty, it feels like you are wearing the busy badge. It steals our joy because we feel so pulled to continue doing the next thing. And we feel defeated because so much hasn't been done. Usually, time poverty is caused by constant connection to technology. And even when we have leisure, it's fragmented by checking email, social media, or the ding of the incoming text message. It's the mindset that there is never enough time. The to-do list is too long. The commitments on the calendar are too overwhelming. It looks like going to a museum or an event with your kids and constantly checking your phone. Time poverty is a goal conflict. You want to be present with your kids, but your mind is always running to the other thing that might be on your phone, drawing you away from being present. This is where I think we can have a tangible impact on your happiness because you can change how you think about your tasks and your time. I go into a lot of detail in a March 2023 blog about time affluence, so I'll post a link in the show notes and you can head over to katiejeffcoat.com slash blog. The gist of it is that 
this part of happiness, gratitude, appreciation, joy, contentment, whatever you want to call it, is the reflection and identification of the time when you felt joy, meaning, or satisfaction in the day. And all of those feelings contribute to our happiness. Time affluence can be magic. It can be the first step to unlocking your happiness and boost like how you get those feelings because it's a tangible and practical. The basic idea is that time is subjective. And instead of running around thinking we don't have enough time to do the things that are required of us, we take a step back, we zoom out, and we recognize when we have more time than we think. That's where the magic is. It can be diversifying our time portfolio with meaningful and pleasurable activities, even a few intentional margins. We may do less doom scrolling on social media, which is not pleasure, and instead call a friend that brings us joy. So I invite you to protect your time by adding leisure time into your calendar, building in breaks, boundaries, and transitions into your day. We often think we need these big chunks of time to do things that bring us joy, but in reality, we're just stealing moments. We don't need to wait for the weekend to be happy. We can start today and boost our happiness. The insight is simple. Consider thinking about time as abundant and prioritize what matters most. Yes, we can be busy and balanced. Shifting our perspective on time becomes one of the affluences, allowing us to feel like we have more time, lowering physical and mental health risks. Again, you can dive deeper in my March 2023 blog post on this subject. And until next time, remember, kindness is contagious.